Hello, everybody, and welcome to the webinar with Seven Trent. After the huge success of the Seven Trent webinar last year, we've decided to do, to do another one. And if you remember back to last year, we had the fire alarm going off at Seven Trent because it's Thursday at two o'clock. Um, so if you can hear that in the background, don't worry, that will go off soon. Um, but we're going to continue with the webinar and speak to Alicia, Krishna, Beth, and Elise all about their journey so far at Seven Trent, um, what they're up to, and what their future plans are. So Alicia, I'm going to start with you um, and then move on to the grads. Um, Alicia looks after uh, all, all things, everything, early careers. Um, so things like the recruitment process and the graduate programme. Um, so if you could tell us a little bit more about your role, please, and um, Seven Trent. Yeah, of course. Um, so like Carla mentioned, my name is Alicia. I'm the attraction and selection manager here at Seven Trent. I like to say that essentially I do everything before you kind of join us in the business on any of our multiple schemes um, and everything from work experience and schools engagement, our newly launched societal strategy ties into a lot of what we do um, all the way through the apprentice intern year and industry kind of graduate recruitment selection process. Um, so it's a lot, but we love it. <laughs> and yeah. we get um, to do all these sorts of things and bring some great, great talent into the business. Um, I guess that's a little bit about me and my role. Do you want me to mention a bit about the company? Yeah, go for it. Yes, please. <laughs> so um, I guess at Seven Trent, I guess most people have heard of us if you live in the West Midlands because you pay our, your bill to us as the water company. Um, so we are what the water company in the West Midlands. We're one of the largest of the 11 regulated water companies um, throughout England um, and Wales. And uh, we kind of are from the southern suburbs of Sheffield down to the outskirts of Bristol. Yeah. Um, we essentially we do everything from when you turn the tap on uh, to taking it away, cleaning it, recycling it back into the environment. Yeah, the full circle of water. Full circle. <laughs> mm. um, and we know that the water industry is evolving really quickly. Um, what are the future goals of the company that you could share with us? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think something that's been really key for us this year in our recruitment process um, is I think identifying exactly that. People want to know more about what you have on offer as a company outside of just sort of what's the role or what's the salary. And I think yeah. for us, we really pride ourselves on being a purposeful company, both in the environmental space as well as in the societal space. So there is the kind of day-to-day, -day, the service that we provide to our communities that being exactly what we kind of said, turning the tap on, providing clean water, taking it away. Um, but I think we recognize that as a regional employer, we have a, we have more of a commitment, more of a, a part to play, I guess. So I think future goals for the company is obviously continuing to be innovative, efficient in the water and waste space. But there's also that part around, you know, our commitment to the environment, our sustainability policy, our kind yeah. of net zero carbon, as well as all the work we're doing in the DNI space. Obviously, yeah. we're not perfect, <laughs> um, but it is something that we are really actively working on as a company. Um, yeah. We have four different advisory groups across the company. So with disability, ethnicity, LGBTQ plus and dis women in STEM. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think almost repeated one time. I do think that is kind of a big, a big part of what our goal is, is to really yeah. continue to kind of push the envelope in that space, attempt mm -hmm. to be leaders in that space and really kind of set, set an example, both in the environmental and societal strategy. Yeah, perfect. And we'll find out a little bit more from the grads um, about all the networking groups that they're part, part of later on in the webinar as well. And um, so um, Alicia, same with you. Talk about misconceptions then. I bet there's a quite a, a lot that you come across <laughs> with the, you know, the grads and the apprentices when they are joining Seven Trent or hopefully joining Seven Trent. And um, so tell us a little bit more about what you come across and anything that you want to kind of cover as part of this webinar. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think um, probably the biggest misconception is maybe not even misconception so much as lack of knowledge as people think yeah. when you're a water company really the only roles you have on offer are directly related mm -hmm. to water yeah or waste and, and while that is what we do I think people are often quite shocked um mm -hmm. we had a, a tech fair here back in in the spring and yeah. people I didn't even know that Semtron had a technology you know department yeah. and we're like mm -hmm. okay we're a 7,000 person company we're a FTSE 100 company mm -hmm. we're a huge company and I yeah. think sometimes people really don't understand I guess the breadth of opportunity that is mm -hmm. available here um like you had I think mentioned when we were kind of catching up before this we have something like eight different grad programs seven different yeah. year in industry roles yeah. um and there really is I guess in my personal opinion something for everybody if this mm -hmm. is the right culture and the right fit for you 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to second that, Alicia, because when I've, you know, I've worked on the Seven Trent account for about five, six years now, and the types of opportunity that you've had um, over the years has, has grown quite considerably. So it's, you know, it used to be the old the old school, you know, mechanical engineers or civil engineers, but now, you know, from the technology piece and the IT piece as well, you are looking for people from all different backgrounds. And I think from a, from a student's point of view, watching this webinar, it is worth saying as well that, um, Seven Trent do accept all STEM students. And um, so no matter what your background within STEM, you know, Alicia and her team is looking for you to apply to the opportunities. So just to, again, reiterate what Alicia just said, there's opportunities open, seven placements, graduate to eight graduate opportunities. And um, so make sure you watch this webinar, taking all the information that you can do before you decide to go and apply to their opportunities. Yeah, so, I think you. it's worth just noting quickly, Clara, it is actually STEM for the majority of our roles, but we actually yeah. accept people from any discipline onto our graduate leadership program. You could study psychology, you could study education, any, anything. If you have a degree, you are welcome onto our leadership program uh, because really it's more looking for those qualities and people who want to you know, be innovative, want to be a leader. So STEM for the majority yeah. of our roles, uh, but yeah. we do accept people from all disciplines. Perfect. Thank you very much. It's fantastic. So opportunity for everybody. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to do now is move on and meet everybody else. Um, so Krishna, Beth and Elise. And Krishna, you'll notice, you'll know who Krishna is. He was on the webinar last year with us as well. Um, so familiar face, it's good to have you back. Can you tell us um, just about your background? So where you went to university and what did you study? Yes. Uh, so hi, everyone. Um, as I say, like, my name is Krishna. And before I joined 710, I did my master's in international business management and mechanical engineering in Newcastle University. And before that, I did my bachelor's in mechanical engineering back in India. And how long have you been at 7Trent now, Krishna? It's just over a year. Oh, perfect. Okay, so yeah. you've done lots more since we last spoke, so I'm really looking forward to delving yes. a little bit more to find out what you've been up to since. Um, Beth, on to you, please. So where did you go to university and what did you study? Yeah, hi, I'm Beth. Um, I studied maths and biology at the University of Leeds. Lovely. So again, you can see we've got different backgrounds going on here. Um, mm -hmm. Elise, what did you study and where did you study? Hi, yeah. Um, yeah, I studied computer science and artificial intelligence at the University of Sussex. So cool. all the way down south. <laughs> All the way down south. All the way down south. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elise. Um, and we're going to go on and find out about one top fact um, about Seven Trends. So, Alicia's actually got two because she's special. Um, <laughs> so, Alicia, are you going to get your notepad down? Like, what was that? What was that quick fact? Mm -hmm. um, so, tell us about yours, please. And don't forget you're on mute. <laughs> Thank you. You'd think you'd learn after two years of being in a pandemic, but of course not. Um, no worries. So my, my first, I guess, top fact, um, and it's kind of hot off the press, this was actually only released this week, is that Sever Trent is in the top 10 of the Social Mobility Index for the fifth year in a row. Um, so that's something that we are quite proud of. It's a, it's a large submission. It's a lot of work, uh, but it's something that I think is pretty um, important to us and kind of near and dear to, to, to what we do. So that was an exciting top, top I guess, fact off the press. And yeah. then my second, my second fact is, did you know that the length of Severn Trent's water main pipes would wrap around the world just over one time? So. I love that top fact. We, we were just going through one. these top facts beforehand. <laughs> and I think Alicia sat next to her colleague who just like slid her a top fact along the table. <laughs> Literally, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Alicia. Uh, Krishna, what's your top fact? So uh, we as a water company carry out over 500,000 tests to assess compliance with drinking water quality standards every year. And consistently over 99.9% .9 of these tests pass all UK government standards. So which are recognized as among the toughest in the world. So, wow. you know, we have the best water, you know, in our country and also like, you know, you can consider among the, like, across the world. Wow, fantastic. fantastic. You, could, you could be part of that if you apply to their opportunities. And um, thank mm -hmm. you, Krishna. Beth? Yeah, so um, for our partnership with the Commonwealth Games, we aim to create 72 tiny forests and one for each of the Commonwealth nations. And we actually created 74 tiny forests and planted over 44,000 trees. Wow. And can you, are you, can you be involved in like a volunteering day and things like that to help plant these trees? Yeah, well, they were spent before the Commonwealth Games, but we get two uh, community days per year. So Brilliant. there's 
loads of different um, communities you can get involved in. Fantastic. We'll find out more later on. Thank you, Beth. And Elise, your top fact, please. Um, my fact was that 38% of women in the company hold senior leadership positions across the entire business. Yeah, brilliant. Really good start, that is, isn't it? I think it's something that Seven Trent will definitely be proud of. Um, so thank you very much um, for your top facts. I'm going to hand over to Sophie in a second. Sophie, don't get too excited. Oh, I got yet. excited. I know you did, love. I was, I was looking at you drinking your water quickly. I know, I was like getting ready. Um, Alicia, I'm going to come back to you initially before I move on to Sophie and ask you about the opportunities that are available then please could you just give us a bit of an overview um, of the opportunities and where the roles will be based yeah absolutely um, so this year is actually our largest intake of graduates or end-year industry placements ever so last year I guess just for a little bit of context we had 34 roles yeah. we were absolutely blown away by the number of applications and the talent that we saw so we actually ended up increasing that I think we took 40 41 graduates we actually created extra opportunities based oh, on what brilliant. we saw yeah. but this year we're looking to take 88 different um, roles across the business which is amazing and I think just kind of a testament to the to the talent and the kind of passion that we're seeing coming through um, so in terms of programs we have an engineering program both in design and delivery um, as well as an undergraduate or year in industry it doesn't have to be undergraduate but year in industry placement within the engineering space as well and that can be either in our Coventry um, which would be at Finham it could be in Derby in our Rainsway office or in Shrewsbury in our Shelton office yeah. so engineering is kind of spread all over the patch um, continuing with engineering we also have treatment process engineering which has already been one of the most popular programs that we've seen this year we have um a, yeah a really strong interest in the treatment process engineering space two graduates two year in industry placements and that's across Coventry and Derby as well yeah. um and then I guess sticking in kind of that um maybe not so much engineering but operational space we ha yeah. have launched our operational and environmental leadership program this year yeah. so um we've historically had a leadership program but this one is kind of that focus on the customer oper operation space the um, environmental kind of side of our business and again we've seen some really great uptake in that and that is across five different areas in our region um, so still Coventry, Derby, Shrewsbury but also the Leicester and Gloucester regions as well so that one really is kind of spread out across the West Midlands. Yeah. We also have technology um, which is a graduate role. We have a business insight analyst which is a year in industry placement. We have two project management you're an industry placement. So one in our green recovery team, um, really focused kind of on that sustainability, environmental side. And then one in our transformation and change team, which is really focused on kind of getting the best out of the business. A lot of these larger kind of um, transformation projects, which, which are great for people who are looking to get that kind of foot in the door in the project management space. Yeah. We also have finance. Again, one of our kind of most, um, most applied for programs. We have yeah. four graduates in the finance space. We have the strategy and regulation roles, um, mm -hmm. which people don't always know what that is, but it's really tailored for people kind of with that economic, some um, business management kind of roles. You're really working on the strategy of our, yeah. of our business and some of those bigger programs. Um, right now, one of the things we're working on is Price Review 24. That's a yeah. huge project that we're kind of looking for it, 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 over the next couple of years. And then I guess the last one would be our graduate leadership program. So we've run yeah. this for a number of years, and this is the program that is open to people from any designation. Um, it's a rotation across the business. It's what, it's what Krishna's on. Um, you get kind of that opportunity to rotate throughout the business, find out what you like, and really get that kind of breadth of understanding. Um, and that the rest, all of those um, outside of the engineering and operational environmental leadership are located at our head office in Coventry. Perfect. And it's a lovely head office as well. I've been there many times. It is. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like Alicia said at the beginning of the call, um, there's, there's something for everybody. And I think it's a, a really good point for everybody who's watching this webinar to remember that there might only be eight graduate opportunities listed on GradCracker, but within those opportunities, there are multiple opportunities and multiple vacancies, should I say. Um, so it's definitely worth you getting your applications in. You know, listen to what Alicia just said, you, they've kind of doubled the intake this year and <laughs> um, so don't miss this opportunity and we're going to find out a little bit more now from Sophie and everybody else um, about their journeys so far so thanks Alicia for now and Sophie over to you. Thank you very much, Carla and Alicia. Um, that was a really great sort of insight into the roles available. What I want to do now is, is come and meet our graduates in a bit more detail, find out what the day-to-day -day life at Seven Trent is. So, um, Krishna, I'm going to start with you. Could you tell me about your current role? Um, I know Alicia just touched upon it and what scheme you're on, but could you tell us a little bit more about what that scheme is, what you do, and the team that you work in? 
Yes. So, well, uh, last time when I joined on this uh, webinar, I was in my first rotation of business leadership program. Yeah. So currently, like, you know, they renamed it and they changed into graduate leadership program. So in my first rotation, I, I worked in Kaplan Commercial Services as a design engineer in wastewater mm -hmm. design team. And now I'm working, I'm in my second rotation of the placement. And currently I'm working as a project and change associate in group transformation team. Uh, me and my team are working on a business and technology change project, uh, which is one of the largest, uh, you know, transformation projects in Seventh history. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so, what, what? Tell me a little bit more about that, Krishna. Tell me a little bit more about what that involves. Oh, right. So uh, the project, <laughs> yes, which I'm working on is is a replacement of you know current workforce scheduling tool. So mm -hmm. the current tool is about to become unsupported very soon. And second part of the tool, which, you know, we lose the technical support in next December. So mm -hmm. for that reason, we are replacing our workforce scheduling and planning tool, along with taking this opportunity uh, to implement changes in the current business processes, mm -hmm. making sure all our customer operations colleagues are uh, working to the standardized consistent way. So which will ultimately result in better customer service, effective employee management, and also massive increase in CMX scores. Mm -hmm. And within that, my individual responsibility is to develop a training approach and strategy and create a training plan for more than 3000 colleagues in our customer operations, which is quite exciting and challenging. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no, I mean, that obviously, what you're working on at the moment is obviously going to affect every single person that works for Seven Trend. I mean, that's a huge amount of responsibility after being with the business for only a year. So that's that's yes, amazing. Exactly, yes. so I'm like, I'm currently working with like, you know, from the site operators till like, you know, with till up to the start lead levels. So mm -hmm. like, you know, it's a good opportunity, to be honest, you know, working yeah. with different stakeholders internally and also externally. So yeah. getting the exposure into spider business that's oh, amazing wow. yeah we're going to find out more about this i think in a little while and, mm -hmm. and talk about a bit more about your future plans as well but i'm going to just kind of um, go and check in with beth and elise as well to find out more about them um to start us off so beth hi um could you tell us a little bit more about what you do and um the team that you're working in yeah so i'm on um the finance graduate scheme um, okay. i'm in my second placement so i've been here just over here same as krishna Great. Um, and I'm in the capital delivery finance team as the reporting analyst. So I will produce all the monthly reports for the business partners. So that includes all the actuals, the latest plan, the cost plan lockdown, the budget, um, along with any variances. So they can go out to the, their stakeholders and then kind of go through any problems with the numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been kind of learning how to do that the past two months. But over the next 10 months, I'm going to be going over um, going over the reports and trying to um, put them into Power BI. So it's going to be a really, really interesting time to learn Power BI, which can be a great skill to have. And then um, everybody can use uh, the reports in Power BI and it'll be more interactive and it'll be easy to use for everybody. Brilliant. And can you just tell everybody what is Power BI <laughs> if they don't know what it is? <laughs> yeah, so it is um, Microsoft Power BI. So it's like an interactive software for um, data. So there'll be a lot more graphs so you can like click into graphs and it'll take it down to like project level like detail oh, so it's a lot more interactive yeah fantastic and you did maths and um biology at university so i can yes. see how the math slots into the finance <laughs> element of your role um how did the you know studying both those things at university which is to me quite different how did that then lead you into applying to work for a water company and then end up in a finance role yeah, I think a lot of people have that question. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like with the finance, I feel like that leads quite nicely with the math, like you said. But yeah. again, with biology, I think that le leads nicely into like the water, um, mm. the water side of it. And obviously, um, seven trend are looking to be um, net zero. So I think when I was researching, I kind of saw a lot about how they were interested in the environment and that kind of thing. So I think that really interested me. And it, will there be any opportunities during the graduate scheme or beyond um, to use that kind of biology knowledge in your everyday work? Yeah, there definitely there's loads of opportunities. So in my first placement, um, within my wider team, there was the uh, carbon team and they had um, they were recruiting. So there's a bit of work going. So mm -hmm. I volunteered to go and do some work for the carbon team. So it's interesting oh, to kind of learn more through that. Fantastic. 
That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Beth. Um, Elise, coming over to you now, uh, what's your current role at Seven Trent and what do you do and what team do you work in? Um, so I've only just started in September, but I'm on okay. the uh, Scrum Master placement at the minute within technology. Um, so I've been given my own team of about six people, um, give or take, because we sometimes have contractors that come in. Mm -hmm. Um, so I work with three app developers and three integration um, architects. Mm -hmm. So essentially, my job is to um, facilitate all of their work. So ensuring that um, our team produce work at the highest of their like quality and make sure that there's no obstacles or blockers in their way. And if there is, then I have to go and sort it out basically um, <laughs> but yeah so far my role's been more so sort of negotiate with different business areas to ensure that we've got all the resources that we need mm -hmm. um but yeah so it's been very fun that sounds amazing I mean being in the business just over well just coming up three months and you've got a whole team underneath you yeah how have you found that was that daunting when you first started oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent Thank God I've got like a really lovely team and they're so supportive. And honestly, it's more so like me asking them questions and them giving me the answers. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. <laughs> very, very fun. <laughs> really? And have you had like um sort of leadership training and stuff like that as as part of the program so far? Or is that something that you'll be going on? It will be something that I'm going on in sort of January time. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so this side of Christmas, we didn't really have time for it because of mm -hmm. all the projects and stuff. But yeah, so it's been sort of trial and error. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to find out a, bit, a little bit more about the projects that you've working on um, in a few minutes. But I'm going to come back to Krishna, first of all. Um, I know we've touched upon, obviously, the, the massive project that you're working on right now. But is there any other projects that you'd kind of want to talk about or tell us a bit more about what you're doing now? Just, just give an overview of, of what sort of things you've been involved in. Yes. So actually, uh, as Elisha before said that, I'm working in group transformation. So most of these projects will run like for two to three years. So like the projects which we usually work on, like, you know, quite big projects. So having this placement like within, like having this nine months placement in group transformation, I won't be having a full exposure to multiple projects, but within a project, I'll be having a massive responsibilities to yeah. deliver. So apart in this placement, this is the project I'm working on in. But going back to my first placement, yes, uh, as a design engineer, I worked on number of uh, waste treatment schemes. So making sure our wastewater is treated up to the standard before we release it into environment. So mm -hmm. as a design engineer, I'll be making sure, okay, what can we do in order to improve our wastewater? Uh, you know, once we treat it, how can we improve the quality of it? So mm -hmm. there are like a you know, number of chemicals within that wastewater, like, you know, phosphorus, ammonia, and all these things. So environmental agency and off what they will set us like, you know, sort of a limits. So which we cannot exceed. So if we mm -hmm. exceed, we're going to get like, you know, millions and millions of pounds of fine. So mm -hmm. as a design engineer, so we, I look into what can we do in terms of like, you know, how can we reduce it? Do we need any extra assets or any new technology? So all those things. And that was in the first placement. So, you know, as soon as you joined out of university, this is what you were yes. suddenly getting involved in. Wow. I didn't have <laughs> any experience in waste treatment or like, you know, just nothing, zero experience in water, water industry, because my whole background is in automotive, like automotive side. So formula cars, uh, <laughs> off-roading vehicles and all that stuff. So I used to work on different projects in my university, but <laughs> joining water industry is completely different. So what made you think, okay, well, I've, I've got a really good background in automotive. Now I want to go and work in water. What made you make that change? Even when I was in university, so I used to work, work on sustainability side of the, you know, automotive side. So I, oh. I always thinking into like, you know, electric cars, how we can reduce the pollutions and all this stuff. So that's the reason I was, I'm not into full automotive industry, but I'm a role specific so rather than going into automotive industry, I was looking for the roles where I can add some value in terms of like, you know, giving back something to the community or to the climate. So mm -hmm. that's what, that was my main motive. And then I was mm -hmm. lo looking for roles across different, different companies and industry. And then Seven Trend, it caught me here. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so it was more like the, the sustainability side of things that really kind of drew you into this. And then you applied exactly. your engineering skills to... Yes. 
to uh, that different industry. And I think that's a great example, actually, for, for anyone watching today that may have specialised in something at university and thought, OK, well, that's where, that's where my background is. But actually, you can transfer into so many different industries with that engineering background. So I think that's a really mm-hmm. good um, example to kind of set to our audience today, Krishna. Um, just coming back to kind of the, the projects that you've worked on and that, that first project when you're talking about, you know, the, the treatment works and the chemicals and stuff like that. Did you do quite a lot of travel as part of that role to out to different treatment plants or was it very office based or how did that work? So it's a sort of like, you know, 80% office based and 20% uh, like, you know, we need to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we are working on that type of projects, it's always good to go to the site because, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have you know, we can learn in so many things in the book, we can see, okay, this is how it works. This is what happens. And this is the output. Everything yeah. is in the brain, but we don't know exactly what's happening. So then my manager said, nope, go outside and see the like, you know, actual plans, what's happening, yeah. go and physically touch them, see what's happening exactly. Yeah. Then I went to like multiple sites, nearly like about 15 sites, I guess, like during my nine months placement. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's a good experience because mm-hmm. we we'll get to see so we'll be designing the stuff and also we'll be able to see physically what exactly we have designed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yes, uh, I had a chance to visit like, you know, a few sites in my first placement. No, that's great. That's, that's what I was hoping you were going to say, because I think that that's really important, um, you know, to be able to kind of get that real life understanding of going out and, you know, working at the plants and seeing what, how everything works. So that's great. Um, thank you so much for that, Krishna. We're going to come back in a little bit to talk to you a bit more about your future plans at Seven Trent. But I'm going to go and come back to you, Beth, to find out a little bit more about the more details about your day to day life and the projects that you've done so far. Yeah. So I thought I'd talk about my first placement, uh, mm-hmm. which is in the Chief Engineer Finance team. So okay. I was looking after like property operations and the Seven Trent Centre. So any kind okay. of projects that would go on in 720 if they were refurbishing the business lounge um any kind of capex costs or any kind of costs that I'd be kind of journaling or move from one cost center to another um and just kind of having an overview of that um which is really interesting to kind of have my own area to kind of look after yeah. uh, so like I said I'd be doing journals so moving costs around balance sheets or reconciliations um, yeah. And then I'll be having any um, meetings, like monthly meetings with the stakeholders, just kind of see where their numbers were that month. And um, mm-hmm. if, say, building maintenance was high that month, we'd kind of dig into that, see why. So, yeah, that was really interesting to kind of be able to have that stakeholder engagement. Definitely. It's talking to a variety of different people is really, really good experience, isn't it? And I think it's one of those soft skills that can quite often be underestimated about how important it is to be able to speak to different types and explain things that might make sense to you but might not mm. someone who's non-finance might be sat there thinking I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. so it's good to kind of have that experience um so did as your as part of your degree did you have any experience in in finance and you know some of the things that you've just touched upon or was it all completely fresh coming into seven trent yeah no it's all completely fresh <laughs> so how did that kind of you were talking then about balance sheets and capex which I, I assume stands for capital expenditure but I could be wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so how did you suddenly you know all the stuff that you were talking about then and then having to go and present it back to different people within the business and having quite a big area of responsibility coming from never doing anything finance related before how did you suddenly learn how to do all of that in your first placement yeah well it's quite a shock when I got here because <laughs> I had a lot more responsibility than I was expecting so I could mm-hmm approved journals up to 500k and I was like wow I'm being like (laughs) but I had a really supportive team and they were helpful and answered all of my questions I had so many questions but yeah they were really helpful and also I started my study so I'm studying towards my ACCA exams so yeah that that helped as well what's ACCA uh so I'll be a chartered accountant ah okay fantastic so that is all sort of funded by seven trends through the program is it yeah great so you do you've kind of had a mixture of like formal training and then also just from people in the in the team as well yeah fantastic thank you so much beth um elise i'm going to come over to you now um to find out a bit more about the projects you've worked on so far in your three months which sounds like it's been <laughs> very busy <laughs> Yeah, um, my most recent project was um, the SAP portal upgrade. So SAP or SAP is like an international software company. Mm -hmm. Um, And we use SAP portal in our company as like one of the most used 
pieces of software like everyone has to process their timesheets through it and okay all sorts of project reports through um so it needed to be upgraded it should have been upgraded like two years ago um so when I onboarded that was like thrown at me it was like oh by the way <laughs> so yeah. my team were like yeah enjoy um so yeah we had to um sort of talk to all different types of like stakeholders and functional teams to make sure that they had the time and um, capacity to help us mm-hmm. um, so yeah I had to take my team through an entire um, weekend so it was a 16-hour window that we had where nobody could use the software so it's from Friday night to Saturday morning um, well Saturday in the day I suppose um, yeah so we had to come into the office and um, so my tech guys did the actual upgrade um, whilst I sort of communicated with third parties and other people in the office to say when they couldn't and could use the software again um yeah. and luckily because my team are amazing they managed to finish it early um yeah with no major incidents so oh, yeah wow. really happy with them that's amazing oh, congratulations yeah. and obviously <laughs> your team are amazing but you had a lot to do with that as well at least so <laughs> take some credit <laughs> That's, that's, that's a really interesting project and something that's so, again, you know, talking to all three of you, you've been involved in some really business critical projects so far in such a short time of, of being with, with the business. Um, so again, like at least that must have been a, a lot of pressure kind of coming in straight away and get, getting involved in that. Um, how did you kind of prepare for that that 16 hour window? Was that a long period of preparation or was it something that you were like, oh, I've got to get this done in a week or how did that work? Um, so I knew it was kind of coming um, for like probably around maybe four weeks I knew mm-hmm. that it was coming um, so I had to have a lot of conversations with my team to understand the technical side of it and um, yeah. so I wanted to go in with as much knowledge as possible um, and then I was able to speak to my program leaders that were able to give me a bit more of the business side of why we're doing it um, yeah I had to do all of that and then um, convince third parties that we have to do it um you have to agree to it so mm-hmm. that was that was um, a whole process of back and forth with sort of emails phone calls um that sort of thing but luckily um yeah my program leaders and my service manager was really really good and um explained everything really clearly so mm-hmm. yeah within four weeks I sort of got up to speed quite quickly so I was yeah. able to take on the project yeah for the Friday mm-hmm. so Amazing. And again, that sounds like you're talking to so many different types of people mm. internally and externally. What amazing experience that must that must have got you and just in that 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 short project on there. Um just a kind of a little bit of an off-piece question, just um, I was just thinking, you studied computer science at university, yeah. and then you've obviously come into this role, which sounds like more of a leadership position than an actual physical IT job or computer or coding job. So yeah. what sort of, do you still have any involvement in coding and programming or is it very much more kind of managing? Um, so this placement is much more managing. Um, mm. I am trying to like claw information from my app developers because mm-hmm. I do want to still kind of know what's going yeah. on and how to do things. But yeah, yeah my day to day is much more like managing tasks, um, yeah. managing capacity, that sort of thing. But maybe next placement, I'll be able to do something a bit more practical. Yeah, fantastic. But it's good that you've got the opportunity within the, a business like Seven Trent, where there's there is the opportunity to go from that managerial responsibility to then going back into the the programming or practical work if if that's something that you choose to do. So that's brilliant. Um, okay, we're going to talk about your futures now. Um, so Krishna, what does the future look like for you at Seven Trent? Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 so, as I'm like you know almost halfway through my placement. Uh, halfway through my graduate program, mm-hmm. so looking at my personal development and also the projects I'm working on, uh, it's helping me to gain a wide range of business and leadership skills. So I'm pretty confident uh, by the end of this program, hopefully I'll be able to manage my own team with more responsibilities, like, you know, sort of managing a whole project. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to go through the, uh, you know, grow through this company and learn about the different aspects in this company. Oh. Fantastic. And do you think after this um, particular project that you're working on, you'll do, because you started off kind of in a very kind of heavy engineering role, didn't you? And then you've moved into more of the transformation and business projects. What would you like to do next? Would you like to go more engineering or more business? 
now i want to try something different so okay. now i did engineering so i did project management so actually like you know uh, in my graduate program so we have got four different pillars so during the graduate program we need to make sure we need to tick off all the competencies mm-hmm. within that four pillars so mm-hmm. as of now i have covered projects project management and yeah. commercial in engineering so i have got sort of people and the customer so most yeah. likely i'll be looking to find a placement within that areas so mm-hmm. we'll get to know like in next couple of months what kind of roles are available and yep. where i want to be so fantastic yeah, well it sounds you'll be very well rounded after all of that experience so that's uh, brilliant yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you krishna um same question to you beth what does the future look like for you yeah so i think within the next couple of years my aim is definitely to become a chartered accountant so Great. get my exams done and out the way mm-hmm. um I'm about a third of the way through my grad program, so I'm going to wait and see of the three different placements which one I prefer and then kind of go down that avenue. But currently I'm thinking that business partnering seems really interesting because you have both the technical side and you have kind of like you're still working close with stakeholders so you can get like a mix of both. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be really interesting. Fantastic. Um, so when you say business partnering, what type of things do that does that entail? So it would be looking over the numbers, so the CAPEX and OPEX numbers um, every month, um, then going back to your stakeholders, if it's looking mm-hmm. like you're over budget, kind of understanding why they've spent more than they said they were going to spend or why they weren't spending what they were going to. Um, yeah. So just kind of always looking back at numbers then going back to stakeholders. Fantastic. So getting a real overview of, of how certain things work within the business, so that's great. Um, fab. Um, and when will you finish your chartered accountancy exams you said is it in the next three years yes it usually takes about three years um about one year in yeah so fantastic okay well fingers crossed you'll get that (laughs) sorted very soon um and Elise um finally with you what does the future look like for you at Seven Trent um well my immediate future is to do my scrum master training Mm -hmm. um so that I can get my certificates for that um and then beyond that um, look into what other placements I want to do um, mm-hmm. and learn more about the company. Um, yeah, so because obviously I'm only a few months in, so I could literally pick anything for the next yep. year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm quite excited to see what's on offer and sort of what I can move into. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. How does that work? Do you have somebody that you would kind of have that discussion with and, and they'd point you in the right direction or you'd say, okay, I really want to go here. Is it very much a two-way conversation or do you just kind of get placed somewhere? Yeah, so um, essentially there's a role for me in a year's time if I would want it, um, which obviously I'm considering. Um, if there's something that through conversations and networking that I prefer, like within technology, they're more than happy to like open up that conversation um, and sort of move me into it, even if it's maybe not for the full year, maybe if there's only an opportunity for like a three-month window. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my manager's really open to wherever I sort of see myself and wherever she sees me. Yeah, great. And I think that's a really important thing to, to kind of talk about and, and know with, with any company that you know, they want you to go where you're passionate about and where your skills are going to really excel. So it's good to have those conversations with your manager or your mentor, whatever you know they're called internally, to, to decide what's right for you because what, wherever you're kind of best placed is going to be best for the business. So that's good to... Good to know, Elisa. Thank you very much for that. Um, I'm going to move away from the day job now. I think we've all got a really good overview of, of what, what everything that you guys have been involved in so far. Um, but what other activities are on offer at Seven Trent, and what other types of things have you been involved in, whether that's networking groups, sports teams, etc.? Um, Krishna, coming back to you. Yes. Um, yeah, in terms of networking, there are plenty of opportunities uh, in Seven Trend, like to make new friends or uh, new connections. At the moment, I'm involved in New Talent Network. So, and mm-hmm. also Beth is also part of that. Mm-hmm. And I am one of the chief members in that. So, what me and my team uh, does is like, you know, we organize various activities and events uh, to make new talent experience as best as we can. Yeah. And as you know, like, you know, most of the graduates are interns or you know, apprentices. <laughs> We'll be relocating to seven trend region, like you know, yep. from different parts of the UK and starting a new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, there won't be any people around us to hang out for socials or for a drink after work, uh, like you know, just to go out for a meal. Mm-hmm. So yep. what we do is we do regular social events in and outside the company. 
to bring all the new talent community together and supporting them uh, throughout their graduate programs or like you know internships mm-hmm. uh, this includes going out for a meal or sports so me beth and like you know few other grads like you know usually we go out uh, to play badminton or like you know to hang out to birmingham for a night out like that and it's not just about socials but i'm also in like you know sometimes i support new talent team like you know sort of this kind of promotions or like you know during assessment centers mm-hmm. and every employee is entitled to two volunteering days uh, yep, per yeah. year so you know we can do our volunteering like you know whatever we are interested in if not uh, like you know we have got a separate portal where we can see what are the volunteering opportunities available and mm-hmm. we can just register in that and we can go for it and it's paid fantastic that's that's the cherry on top that isn't it (laughs) no it sounds great because I think everything you were just saying then about you know people relocating you know fresh out of university or for an internship it's a big deal uh, you know at at that age coming straight out of university so listening to this and hearing how much social events and how much support people have um, as a new starter I think will put a lot of people's minds at rest and it's definitely something that you know our audience would, would have been timid about but you know, hearing that, you just think, oh, it's gonna, it sounds like great fun. There's loads of stuff to get involved Actually, in. So. This all credit goes to new talent team, like Elisha, and there is one more Elisha, like, you know, full new talent team, there are five, six people. So mm-hmm. they always, like, you know, push us also. Come on, we're going to do something else. Like, you know, they take <laughs> feedback from us quite regularly. Yeah. And if we say, you know, we can do something differently, they'll come up with that option for sure. Fantastic. That sounds great. It's great to know that your opinions are really valued as well. And yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, Beth, I'm going to come over to you um, now and see what other things that you've been involved in. Obviously, Krishna mentioned that you're on the the same team as him, you know, organising events for new talent. Is there anything else that you do? Yeah, so as part of finance, we have the finance graduate apprentices, so the finance Mm -hmm. graduates and apprentices. Um, And we um, have it for all three years. So there's quite a big group of us now. Um, and we do the weekly newsletters for finance and we do the town hall. So it's like a, a monthly meeting where like all finance come together um, and we'll like get guest presenters in. We'll talk about exam successes, anyone that's joining different teams, that kind of thing. So we'll host that. So those two are really good examples of like the way we can talk to the whole of finance and we can get our names out there, which is really good. Yeah. Um, and we also have a finance graduate apprentice social committee, quite a mouthful. But I am part of that, the social committee. So we're organising socials, just trying to get everyone together and have a good time. Fantastic. I think, again, that's great, you know, just from your particular degree discipline and, you know, the area of the business that you work in, um, having that um, socials sounds great. I mean, when do you ever get any work done? It sounds like you're partying (laughs) and doing doing events the whole time. (laughs) No, that sounds brilliant. Um, And Elise, finally, um, asking you the same question. Yeah, um, so I've recently joined the practice engagement group, which is sort of, um, we do this thing in our company called Quest, where we take um, like surveys from everyone on the tech floor um, and see how everyone's feeling about their job roles and, and maybe rewards or social aspects. And then off the back of that, we'll, as a group, discuss how we can improve those scores. Um, mm-hmm. So I've only just got involved with that. So um one of the actions that we've taken from that group is like um, there's not enough collaboration space on our floor so we've decided to like increase the amount of um, like group tables that we can sit on and chat and have meetings in rather than like a really formal meeting room mm-hmm. um, that's one of the things that like we've got involved in um, another is similar to Beth we've got like a technology graduate apprentice group um, mm-hmm. that we're planning to do some socials just to make it a bit more um, a bit more of like a happy and friendly environment for everyone like even outside of work just in yeah. case anyone's sort of struggling a little bit making friends and I think yeah. because we're all similar ages it's quite nice to have um, people going through the same thing so yeah that's what we're up to. No that's great and I, I, again it's it's really important when you know starting a new job moving to a new place to have that um, support network of you know the whole new talent community as it obviously is and Krishna touched upon but then also just within your particular you know um, area of the business so that's great thank you so much um I've loved hearing about all your stories and things that you've got up to but I'm going to hand over back to Carla now to find out a little bit more about training and development I think Carla 
Yes, that's correct, Sophie. Thank you very <laughs> much, everybody else as well. And um, so, Alicia, everybody's touched on training and development. So, for example, from Scrum Master training to chartership. Um, but tell us a little bit more about the opportunities which are available to interns and um, grads and why, as a company, you know, training is so important to Seven Trent. I'm mute this time. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I also really enjoyed hearing about it. I think sometimes when you guys were talking, I was like, wow, they do so much. And you think I would, I would know, but I think it's been um, I saw you sat amazing. back, smack, like nodded. I was like, wow, oh my gosh, they deliver a lot. And I think they were quite modest in terms of kind of, you know, Krishna mentioned the new talent network and how much they get involved, yeah. whether it's this. Um, where we kind of go, hey, we, we need somebody to help us on a webinar because nobody wants to hear from me. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of bringing them along, which is amazing. But they also, anytime we need, I guess, support or that ability yeah. to interact, they're, they're always here. So I think you guys have been a little modest in kind of what you contribute Aww. to there, but your projects you work on are incredible. Um, well done, guys. <laughs> round of applause, Rob. Seriously, I'm just sitting here like, wow, our grads are incredible and I already see that. Um, but I think, yeah, from a, from a training and development, perspective I guess it depends on the graduate scheme if you want to get into yeah. more kind of what Elise was saying from the scrum master master perspective or what Beth was saying about chartership that's going to be a bit more specific to kind of yeah. the program or, or, or the role that you're in yeah. from a bit more of I guess a broader perspective we do have a learning and development offer for mm -hmm. all of our graduates yeah. so it takes place kind of over the course of their cycle um, and they'll complete our kind of core graduate training modules at the academy. So the academy mm -hmm. is our kind of in-house learning and development center, um, and they run all of kind of these graduate trainings. So they're designed to set our graduates up for success kind of mm -hmm. in, in the world within Severn Trent um, and help them kind of build a strong foundation of knowledge to be experts and, and future leaders. I think something that kind of really came out through the conversation you were having with them is that she said, oh my gosh, Elise, like you're managing a team of six, which, oh my gosh, Elise, you're managing. <laughs> <laughs> but you also kind of mentioned that that technical aspect. And really yeah. that's what we're looking to grow through these programs is, is leaders either in in that technical space mm -hmm. um, or or in that managerial kind of team yeah. leader space. Yeah. So in the first year of the program, we're looking to kind of help strengthen key skills for the, the business. So more the soft skills, how to present with impact, how to you know influence stakeholders effectively, how to manage mm -hmm. challenging conversations. I think more of those kind of soft skills that you yeah. would work on in, in the first year. And then in the second year, the training becomes a little bit more technical. And so we focus more kind of on the granular skills like financial decision-making, business writing, procurement, contract management, anything that really could be a gap um, mm -hmm. as you're looking to move kind of out of, out of the graduate scheme. Um, we do regularly review our training offer at Seven Trends. So as much as I've just settled that, there's no guarantee. Uh, that we will yeah. always kind of look to develop both of those areas, but it kind of is always growing and always developing. I think as we, to Krishna's point, get feedback from yeah, the graduates yeah. and from our yeah. new talent network. Um, I think that is kind of a, a key piece of the learning and development aspect for us is what's working for you guys. What are you missing? I think yeah. when people can identify, oh, you know, I really feel like we have a gap in, <laughs> Beth mentioned Power BI. I know what Power BI is. I don't know how to use Power BI, <laughs> uh, but I know that there's quite a few steps before that point. And we do have yeah. requests coming in, like, could I get a more in-depth Excel course? Could I get, and that would fall into more the technical training or, mm -hmm you know, Elise is managing a team, then we should probably be putting her on the line manager training that goes yes. to the academy yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think for us, it's kind of that two, that two phase, because we are looking for people to come into the schemes and grow throughout the business in two kind of areas. So mm -hmm. whether you're going to be a technical expert, whether you're going to be a team leader or a combination of both, we're looking to really kind of grow those skills in both of those areas. Um, yeah. I think you had kind of mentioned, Carla, as well, you know, what, why is that important yeah. to us? Yeah. And I think there's, you know, great leaders and great technical experts are you know well-rounded individuals most of the time to succeed yeah. these people are well-rounded they have great self-awareness and I think that's really what our training offer kind of aims to deliver um, and I think we are really trying to help make sure that they're not only building that knowledge with inside their day job but also kind of creating networks and developing skills outside to help accelerate their career um, and their progression during the program and off program. And I think one of the other key pieces that sits under it is that one of our key values here at Seven Trent is showing care. And we really care about making sure that we're providing our graduates, you know, with the best skills and experience that we can to set them up for success. Hmm. 
Yeah, that networking thing is something that I always get from Seven Trends as well. You know, it's so important to allow the grads to network, to experience all different areas of the business as well. So then they are, you know, fully rounded human beings when they come off the graduate program. So I've, I've always kind of got that inkling that it, it was really important to you. Um, mm. So again, Alicia, that was inspiring in itself. So you can give yourself a pat on the back too, because that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about the recruitment process then. So if it, when a student applies via Gradcracker, what's in store for them in the future? Great question. So I guess at the moment, our roles are open, as you've probably seen on the yes. Gradcracker Hub. Yeah. Um, so they're open until January 20th, um, and yeah. then the roles will close at that point. Um, the recruitment process, essentially, once you go into the Gradcracker Hub, you apply to the role that you're interested in, it will take you through to an online assessment. So there's an application question, which is really just kind of think biographical information. What's your name? What's your address? Um, kind of what did you study at university? And then you'll move on to the online assessment process. So the online assessment, we are a strengths-based um, assessment here okay. at Seven Trent. So mm -hmm. what that means for us is that instead of looking for kind of skills or qualifications, we're looking for potential. I think we are such an organization that is really tapped into people's potential and to their ability to grow. Um, we're I think we're looking for the right person. And yes. so we'd rather assess on kind of that motivation, that ownership, that drive, um, their learning agility, than you know, what grade they got in a random engineering course or kind of what degree discipline they're holding. So online assessment, it's kind of situational based. So, um, I'm trying to think of a question off the top of my head. It might say something like your line manager comes to you and you're working on a project and the deadline has changed and you have this conflicting, you know, kind of interest going on. Here's a list of five statements, arrange them in the order that you think kind of would be best moving forward. Yeah. There's no right or wrong. People always roll their eyes at me when I say this, but there is no right or wrong answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, per se. It's more, is it the right answers for us? So yes. there's no right answer. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. It's, is yeah. that answer, does that, is that right for us? Are you the right person, the right way of thinking, not right or wrong, just the right fit for us. So mm -hmm. the online assessment assesses eight different um, kind of strengths that have been identified as kind of someone who would excel within separate trend. So it is that situational based questions. If you then are successful through the online assessment, um, all of our graduate roles will have a working with numbers portion. So we, we've kind of gotten away from calling it, you know, an NRT numerical reasoning, because mm. I think that that puts yeah. a lot of kind of stress and pressure yeah. um, and undue stress or pressure because, you know, it, ultimately it's just testing a cognitive ability. Um, mm. It's not, I've passed it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to trial them. It's, it, it's not hard. And I think we do really try to make people feel comfortable throughout yeah. the process. Um, so numerical reasoning test, again, you'll be put on hold. We will then review all of the applications on the other side of January 20th, um, in which case people would be invited if they were successful to our final assessment. So yeah. the final assessment takes place virtually over Zoom. <laughs> Just yeah. So we're uh, quite, quite used to using Zoom. And that is, again, strengths-based. So you have an, an interview with an assessor, strengths-based questions, and then a presentation where we actually allow you to kind of talk to us about strengths that were identified through your application process. So yeah. we would literally say, tell me about how these strengths are going to help you in your role as, you know, a, scr a scrub master if you were successful. Mm -hmm. and, and then also talk to us about your areas of development. And really, we're just looking for some authenticity. We yeah. want people to really show up, be authentic, be genuine. Um, and I think show the same passion. I think something that's again come out for me throughout this conversation. I actually did Elise's assessment and was incredibly um, oh. impressed. And I think yeah. Krishna's mentioned, you know, why why automation and then moving to the water industry. Well, it was that passion for sustainability. With Beth, yeah. why why finance and maths, but moving into the water company. Oh, it was you know the environment and the sustainable mm -hmm. impact. And I think really that's what we're looking for. Is okay. there there is scoring that, that is part of it, but it's, we're looking for people who have that right passion, that right enthusiasm. And I think mm -hmm. people who really will thrive here, because I would love to say that everybody would thrive here, but at the end of the day, you know, mm. we're not going to be for everybody in some yeah. finance roles. People are going to love audit <laughs> at a firm, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's going to be different, but we're looking for, we're trying to use our recruitment process to assess, you know, are we the right fit for you as much as are you the right fit for us? Hmm. Yeah. And, and would you say, thank you for that, Alicia. And would you say, you know, you've mentioned some hints and tips in between everything <laughs> you were just saying there about the, the assessment center, but specifically for, you know, specifically for our STEM students who are, who are our audience, is there anything else? Can you give them any more heads up about what they should be expecting or how they can prepare? You know, you mentioned there a bit of a presentation. Um, 
how can they you know impress you during the whole process yes no that's a good question so um i think my top one of my top tips would be there's a preparation hub which you can find on our website um, that actually allows you to do trials of the psychometrics metric and um, working with numbers tests so I think if you you know have the time have that opportunity it just does Mm. give you a really good sense of kind of what to expect and I think Mm. help alleviate some of those nerves when you go into it um the second thing I would say is I think that sometimes there's this mentality that employers are here to try and trick you or kind of trick Mm. you up along the way Um, and we really are not we are here to provide as much support as possible so we hosted before application or right after applications went live we had an application masterclass that was available for people to come along find out all the information that they wanted hopefully kind of you know learn a bit more about it once the roles close we're going to have a how to prepare for a strengths-based interview masterclass and we really do encourage people to to come along to ask questions. Yeah, I am such an open book, probably too much of an open book. Yeah. Some of the graduates who, who, is, who made it on this year will tell you. I'm like, I can't tell you the questions, but if you ask me enough questions, because <laughs> um, I think at the end of the day, it's we're, people who are curious, people who show up and ask questions, like. I think just use the resources that are provided to you. Use the preparation hub, attend the webinars. If you have any extra questions, you know, send us an email. Um, We have a potential inbox where kind of all of the requests filter through. And genuinely, we put people in touch with people in the business who can give them more insight into the role. Um, My new talent team partner, Alicia, so Alicia's, but we literally are on the phone having conversations with people. So I would just, I guess my top tip would just be, do your research, you know, but use the resources that are available to you and don't be afraid to reach, to reach out and kind of find out more information. It's an absolute no brainer, isn't it? If you, if you Mm. put all of those resources in place, why would you not, you know, go and go and, you know, have a play and and prepare yourself. And also, you know, big thing that's, that's come out of what you've just said, Alicia is asking questions. I think that is the thing that people are most scared of because like you just mentioned before, it isn't just about, you know, Alicia asking you the potential, um, people who are applying to the to seven trend it's all about them asking you questions as well I think it is a bit of a double whammy um, and you are definitely an open book you do make me smile a lot <laughs> um, so, so once the um grads have started then or the interns have started and they've been successful any hints and tips you know you mentioned Elisa's done really really well you know you're part of her, the, her um, assessment centre no, why has Elise done so well? You know, what can you um, encourage people to do when they do start at Seven Trends? So I think it, during the assessment process, something that really impressed me with her was just her level of knowledge about us as a company, her kind of mm-hmm. interest in things wider than just our technology program. I think we had a conversation about, you know, diversity and inclusion and women in, in STEM roles. And I think that, I guess, passion and kind of, I think research just really came through. Yeah. And I think my encouragement or kind of tip and, and trick would, would be the same once you've started is just, yeah. I know I mentioned curiosity a lot. We have four values at Summer Trend. Curiosity is one of them. You're not supposed to have a favorite. I tell people all the time, curiosity is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely a tip. <laughs> I do think that curious people really are the best. And I think that comes out in multiple different ways. So whether that's being curious about the company, um, but once you've started, it's also just be curious outside of your wider role. Um, get involved yeah. in things outside of your wider role. And I think just say yes, say yes. Um, now that doesn't mean say yes to taking on six people's workload or, you know, if you're <laughs> yeah. at a point, taking on another project. But I think it's saying yes to finding out more. When someone says, hey, I my manager asked me to go to site tomorrow. Did you want to come? It's saying, yes, I'd love to go to site. It's Krishna going to 15 different sites. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. I think it's that it's best getting involved in the carbon team. I think it's, it's mm. that ability to, um, again, just really be curious. So I would just Mm. suggest getting involved in as many things as you can, being open, um, getting, being curious about the wider business and and really just being, you know, a a yes person um, to things that can help, help develop your career. I remember our first call, Alicia, and I think you asked me, you were definitely the queen of curiosity. I think you asked me about a million questions and I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It shows an interest, doesn't it? It shows interest, it shows passion, it shows lots and lots of different things. Mm-hmm. So just to finish with you, Alicia, um, key benefits of 7 Trend, you've mentioned, you've all mentioned quite a few um, during this webinar, but what would be the key things to you that you would like to mention to the students and the grads um, about the key benefits? 
So I think there's the basics. I think we have a fairly competitive graduate salary, you know, so yeah. it kind of incremental increases. Um, as a, a member of our graduate team, this isn't a fixed term contract. This is this is a permanent role. So you have access mm -hmm. to the same benefits that any other employee would have, whether that's mm -hmm. kind of holiday or share save scheme is something that everybody within the business loves, the ability to buy shares within the company kind of for a vested period and, and then yeah. basically sell them and make <laughs> big money yeah. um we i think our you know cycle to work scheme our electric car vehicle like salary sacrifice um, yeah. our pensions are incredible which i know sometimes isn't always the selling point at this age range when you're like yeah. our pensions are amazing <laughs> but our pensions are amazing and honestly i would strongly kind of recommend taking advantage of that so i think there is kind of that basic you know yeah. everything that we would have an offer as a company but i think for me really what we have on offer is the culture that we offer here yeah. I yeah. think what we offer as a company, the, you know, we don't always get it right, but we are trying to be a company where you can really be your whole self at work. Um, yeah. I think everybody has mentioned on this call, my team was so great. My team was so great. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, that is often kind of genuinely the feeling across the company. And and for me, I've, I always say this is the best company I've ever worked for. And I say that as somebody who has liked my other jobs, I think sometimes you get yeah. people who say that <laughs> yeah. and you're thinking, what were your previous jobs? I've loved <laughs> my other roles, but genuinely, the support and the culture here for me is, is is the biggest selling point. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Lisa. And thank you. I think we've lost Elise, but um, <laughs> Lise, if you're there, thank you for joining us and Beth as well. Thank you very much. Um, it's been really, it's, oh, there you go. <laughs> I had to move room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd change your background a little bit there <laughs> um, to say goodbye to everybody. So um, I was just saying thank you to you all, at least for joining us today on this webinar. It's been um, a really great insight into Seven Trends, what you're all about, your roles, the opportunities, and obviously things um, that you can get involved in outside of work as well. So you, people are definitely going to be inspired to apply to your opportunities. Um, now there's, there's no time like the present so get applying to the to the positions that are currently on grad cracker and mm -hmm. um, we'll actually put this webinar as a recording on grad cracker this afternoon as well so you can re-watch you know record um alicia's hints and tips you know she did mention quite a few there um so, so make sure you, you you take that snippet and log it in your brain when you do apply to their opportunities um, and we'll also break it down into bite-sized truck chunks which will be on the site from tomorrow um, so yeah, as I said, thank you very much, everybody. We'll be taking a break now, a bit of a Christmas break, and we're back on the 12th of January, and um, where we'll be joined by Sky. Um, but for now, thank you very much, Seven Trent. Good luck, and we shall see you all later on. Bye bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Happy bye, -bye.